What's up, everybody? Thank you all for coming out to another podcast, episode eight, trucking into the new year here. And today, eight or nine, maybe I don't know. Eight, we're, we're, eight, okay. I think it's eight. I don't know. We're whatever going it strong. is, next one, whatever it is. You mean another another podcast for your for your ear, easy ear mm, listening. listening pleasure. Yes. Um, and so today we're going to be talking about how workouts are not enough. How to overcome a sedentary lifestyle. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, this this is not to discourage people from working out or make people feel bad. Like, oh, I'm not doing enough or anything like that at all. It's just to say that there's a, uh, we talk a lot culturally about, you know, getting our workouts in, making sure you're making time for that, which is great. You know, getting in 30 to 60 minutes of movement per day is super recommended. We stand by it. Um, but we tend to stop the conversation there and not talk about, you know, what comes after that. Fitness is just a small, small part of our day. And then after we're done, we check it off our list and we move on. And we often spend the most of our days really, really sedentary. And there's a lot of evidence and studies that show that this is more problematic than we think it is. Yeah, being, being sedentary is obviously not good. And it, um, while workouts are great, are awesome, we got to do a little bit more and actually make it a part of our day, like movement, a part of our day. Um, spending like a few minutes every day doing a workout is not enough. We need to do more, which is great. You know, I'm, I'm sure everybody at home is really excited <laughs> that even if you have been working out, that's not enough. No, I mean, again. you got to do more. Here's again. another thing to say this is not this is not to make you feel like you aren't you know again doing enough for that you to feel ashamed about that or anything whatsoever it's just to have a conversation about how we can encourage more movement throughout the day that doesn't feel like it's just another thing you have to do something that we can build into our lives that can become a more cohesive and coherent part of our lives and that can make us feel good overall you know we we all know the downfalls and negatives about having and living sedentary lifestyles we all know it can lead to you know disease and all heart problems and all of that but you know more than that it really just makes you feel like shit you know after a long day of sitting in a chair working at a computer like your hips are tight like your lower back hurts like most adult americans have lower back pain and a lot of this comes from sitting too much and so much of our modern life is centered around sitting like we really have to be super intentional about getting up out of our chairs on a regular basis yeah so so what what, what does sedentary mean Tiana, <laughs> what does like, you asking me? Besides, besides sitting in a chair and not yeah. doing anything, what is it? There's actually like, like I'm being quizzed breakdowns <laughs> on like how like what being sedentary actually means. There is like a Brandon definition. has a Brandon has a notepad with questions. He's just gonna grill me. What does sedentary mean? Yeah, basically, Tiana, and then judge sure. me on my answer. I mean, like you wrote the blog. I you did write know, the blog. You should know all of the answers. I did and write if the you blog. Don't then you should delete. The oh blog. You should get off of it and get off your right. high horse. <laughs> all right. And actually start rattling off some numbers. Okay. What does it mean to be sedentary? Go. Okay. So basically being sedentary is really anytime, any of your waking hours that you are sitting or lying down and not expending much energy. So if you're familiar with the 10,000 step goal in a day, which I think a lot of us are, that 10,000 step goal is somewhat arbitrary. The whole 10,000 number was actually developed by, I believe, a Japanese researcher who thought that the symbol for 10,000 in Japanese looked like a person walking. And so it was like, 
we should be walking 10,000 steps a day, which is not scientific. The, the Japanese, once again, <laughs> just once again, doing us in. So the whole 10,000 number is somewhat arbitrary, but there is a lot of evidence and research that shows that walking more is really important and that most of us walk too little. So technically, anything fewer than 5,000 steps a day is considered sedentary. Now, if you've ever aimed for to get in more steps in a day or tried this 10,000 step per day goal, you might be like cringing right now because you know how hard it is to get those steps in. 10,000 is a lot. 10,000. And honestly, the, the point is like 5,000 feels like a lot. Like unless you are actively trying to get up in modern society, especially right now in COVID times, if you're working from home or anything like that, it can be really, really hard to get anywhere near 5,000 unless you're being really intentional about it. So 5,000 for a lot of people probably feels like a lot, but technically that is considered sedentary anything less than that and yeah so check your iphone walkers right now <laughs> see where you're at or don't because no you, you know what I mean and just know and just know where you stand <clears throat> yeah no it's important to know because it is important to know where you stand because a lot of times if you ever use like a my fitness pal or an activity and calorie tracker anything like that in order to set your baseline calorie goals, they ask you about your lifestyle and how sedentary or active you are. And most people tend to overestimate how active they are in their lives by like one or two categories. So most people don't rate themselves as sedentary or low active. If people are working out every day for like 30 to 60 minutes, whatever, they'll put that they're active or very active. Exactly. Like I, I would say for me, if I just had to, you know, go off, I'd be like, I'm very, I'm super duper. I'm the most active person. I know just activities back to back to back to back to back. Um, but according to Tiana, that's, that's actually it's not, not, that's not true at all. Not my, 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 just... my steps are not up to par. So well, the thing is when, it's, when these calorie trackers and things and activity trackers are asking about your activity level, they're really, whether you're sedentary or active, they're talking about your non workout time, right? Cause workouts are really only two to 4% of our day. If you're working out for 30 or to 60 minutes, right? It's a very, very, very small portion. So even if you're active in that time, which is great, and we obviously encourage working out daily and regularly and all of that it is the rest of your day can still be super sedentary and honestly in modern culture and society almost everybody is like low active to sedentary i mean unless you're herding um, cattle yeah, eight fucking hours a day if you're herding cattle or you're construction working workers. in construction yeah. or you know you're working um sunday shifts at Applebee's on your feet, um, yeah, you on know your what? That's feet. True. all like just every day might be might be one that makes waitressing you at like a uh, lumberjacking yeah. facility, right? So you're just carrying things on logs all yeah. day. Then then maybe you might be active, but the rest of us, we are yeah. not active. We live somewhat to uh, sedentary lifestyles. Yes, even us as trainers, you know, we teach a few classes a day, we're on our feet for a few hours a day, but you know, we're, we're, we don't have eight hours at a time where we're standing or running around. We're not always lifting and working and, you know, bending, moving, all of that. So basically the idea is, and most people tend to overestimate just how active they are. And most people are far less active than they think. The average American walks between three and 4,000 steps a day. And I honestly kind of think that's being a little bit generous. When I read that, I was like, huh, that seems kind of high because 
I know for myself on days when I'm working from home or I don't have as many in-person clients and I'm doing more computer work, I can easily go through an entire day without even taking a thousand steps unless I'm actively reminding myself to get up and walk around. And I think for the average person working in an office or from a home job or whatever right now, it's three to 4,000 steps a day is probably very generous. You know, I think you can easily get there in normal non-COVID times if you're living in a walking city like New York. Um, but otherwise, it's pretty challenging. So most of us are living. If your feet a lot. don't hurt at the end of the day, you have not hit 10,000 steps, right? Like if you if you're in a job where you don't actively complain about the aching of your feet, then you are not hitting 10,000. That that is me. I I we train, but we are definitely not hitting 10,000. So even though we get our workouts in on that calorie tracker, we would have to put that we are not super duper active. Yes, unless, you know, again, unless you're actively trying to to combat that. So again, less than 5,000 is considered sedentary. Between 5,000 and 7,500 steps is still considered low active. And data actually shows that getting up to 7,500 steps a day has major, major health benefits. It does tend to show that the benefits drop off after 7,500. So if you're aiming for the full 10,000 steps a day, like good for you, that's awesome. But there's not a ton of research that shows there's that many more benefits after 7,500 steps a day. Um, but even if you get all the way to 10,000 steps a day, that's still just considered somewhat active. Over 10,000 is considered active, which is insane to me that you could still get 10,000 steps a day and they're like, oh, you're, you're still just somewhat active, right? I think we have to frame this in a, in a larger context of the evolution of the human body, right? Like we were, from for most of our human history, we were moving a lot, lot, lot more than we currently are. Whether you know we are hunter-gathering or nomadic or wh- whatever it might have been, we were we weren't working in offices until I don't. I'm gonna mess up the dates on this, but like no, I saw the X Fli- amount of time I, ago. I saw the Flintstones. They work in offices <laughs> on the Flintstones. So definitely, That's true. definitely at the Stone Age when offices began. So I, I'd say you know I, I I'm gonna call BS on that, Tiana. You know what I mean? I think that we have been pretty much working in offices for most of our evolutionary history at least since the dinosaurs i didn't consider the evidence that the flintstones provide so that's true um but no we're we're we're, we're made to be active right like the thing is especially with you know not to get all the way into it but like as mammals as warm-blooded creatures right like we are meant to be up and moving and searching and looking for food and doing things all throughout our daylight at hours how, at least that's how we spent the majority of, of our time of our, as humans our pre-flintstone history um <laughs> that is what we used to do right like we would walk around we and be hunting and gathering and figuring things out so there wasn't really like any downtime that we would have except for maybe in the evening when the sun was starting to go down so unless we're at like that yeah so the idea is like we're not we're not moving yeah and our modern lives now are centered around desks and smartphones and telephones and office jobs and all of that and we definitely don't prioritize our physical bodies we're definitely more like cerebral a little bit more in the head than we are in the body and our modern workplaces definitely reflect that and so a lot of this Evidence has shown that, again, even if you're getting in your workout every day, if you're not moving outside of your workouts, oftentimes it's not enough. It's not your one workout in the day does not offset the damage caused by like eight hours of consecutive sitting in a chair multiple, multiple days on end, right? It's actually shown that this non-exercise activity, low levels of non-exercise 
activity is a major, major cause of the country's obesity epidemic. And, you know, there you might have different opinions about how serious this epidemic is. And, you know, we all know the BMI is bullshit and that we don't, you bef- know. Before we trigger people, we're not talking about aesthetics here. No. Okay. We're not talking about how you look or anything like that. We're all beautiful. We're all gorgeous. I, I get that. We're simply just talking about movement and what that does for the body. We and are, the mind. And yeah. the mind. Like we're really efficient creatures, right? So like you can work for 60 minutes a day, yada, yada, but your body is still not spent. Your body is like, listen, we're going to recover after our next meal and we're going to go on and look for the next thing. So you're really, really, our body, the efficiency of our body is actually becoming sort of a detriment to us now. And this is why we need to move and spend parts of our days actually doing other things rather than just sitting down. Right. And so whether or not you whether or not we use different definitions of or how serious you think America's obesity epidemic is, it is clear that many, many millions of people are overweight and or are living sedentary lives. You can be thin and still be sedentary. You can be thin and still have health problems and long, prolonged hours of sitting, even if you're thin, even if you work out, even if whatever has been shown to higher mortality rates and heart disease. And so, and again, just overall feeling like shit. It's your body does not, your hips, your back, your shoulders, your neck do not take well to sitting all day. So even outside of aesthetics, it doesn't, we're not here to say you have to look a certain way, right? Outside of aesthetics, we're talking about feeling good in your body. And I think that most people go through their days feeling disconnected from their bodies or feeling actively terrible. And so that's what we're talking about here. We're not here to preach to you about size and shape. We're here to say you should feel good in your body. And that movement is a major, major part of getting there outside of your workouts throughout your day. Yeah, for sure. You got to move. You got to move. The workout's nice, but the movement is the most important thing. Motion is lotion yes. as they say in yoga motion yeah. is lotion when you stop moving shit gets real creaky real painful your joints yeah, my, freeze my, up my people are calling know what i'm talking about all right lotion out here <laughs> I was like, it's, what? it's important it's important you know how important lotion is so that one hit in the in the in the communities of color that motion is lotion that hit pretty hard let it run through you let it run through you i can't speak to that um <laughs> Yes, you, you, I got you lotioning. You did, yeah. I actually, that's true. Exactly. When Brandon and I got together, I started using you Don't know, hold yourself shea back. butter and coconut oils, and I, I moisturize a lot. Brandon was horrified that my parents did not slather me in oil before I left yeah, the house every I'm, morning. I'm so. horrified that you had people out here thinking that you weren't covered in oil <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's true. So, yes, when, the, when you stop moving, you start hurting more. And the more you can move again, we're not talking about killing yourself in the gym every day. We're talking about increasing your low levels of gentle movement throughout the day. That's going to, you know, metaphorically lotion your joints, your muscles, your body, and have you feeling a lot better. So we all know the terrible things that can come with not being active. And it can feel like this is a lot of doom and gloom. Like you're not doing enough and you need to be doing more. And that's really not the intention. And yeah, that's not our tone. Don't, 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 yeah. That's not our tone. We're not saying that you're not doing enough or any of that. We're just saying that um, priority wise, right? I would put moving and being active and not being sedentary is more important than specifically hitting the gym. 
right? And that's not to say that you don't need to hit the gym. Obviously, like we want you to hit the gym, do all of that stuff. Also, use, if you have like muscle goals or endurance goals, goals, whatever it is, things like that will only come from specific from, from gym training. Actually training, right? Like if you have super like clear goals, which if you want to check the other podcast, we talked about goals in there and how to set them. So if you have super specific goals, yeah, the gym is good for you. Do you know what I mean? But on a regular kind of like chill basis, you should have a standard of movement and activity. And so here are the solutions. Yes. So we are, we're not here to pass judgment. We're here to offer solutions. And although this can feel like a little bit heavy, there's two main things you need to know. And we're going to go through our tips of how to make it happen. But the two things you really need to know is first, you need to move more simple enough. And again, this is not talking about killing yourself in the gym. It's talking about easy movement throughout the day. One, you need to move more. And two, you need to spread that movement out throughout the day. That's a really important one here. Because say you go for a long walk in the morning and you get your 10,000 steps for the day in and like an hour and a half or so walk. That's great. But if you can, if you condense all of your movement into that one session and then you sit for the next six to 10 hours, most of your day is still spent sedentary. That's still a lot of consecutive hours and your body does not take well to that. So one, you got to move more and two, you got to spread that movement out. And that is very doable. And we're going to give you some solutions here about how you can bring that into your life while still having a normal job and being productive and doing all the things that we have to do in modern society, right? So let's, number let's go one. through it. So number one, you want to get up every hour, right? Yes. Like stand stand up, walk around for 10 minutes, do something in between emails or answering calls, all Wait, of those even things. Even while you're at, like often for while myself, you're sending emails. I'll get up and walk around as I'm answering emails on my phone or as I'm doing social media stuff that we have to do for business and anything that I don't have to be seated and doing and putting a lot of like mental focus in, I just get up and walk around. And it's if it's cold and you don't want to go outside, I walk in circles around. Brandon will tell you around the kitchen like a crazy person. Yeah, like someone who's on insane. a daily basis. You know what I mean? And this is what I'm stuck with. This it's is true. This is what I I live with. It's true. But you know, so fun fact: if you are aiming for more step goals and aiming for that, let's say ten thousand step goal, if you get up every hour and you walk for ten minutes, you're gonna hit about a thousand steps in ten minutes time. So if you get up, walk around every hour on the hour, over 10 hours of time that you're awake, you're, you're easily going to hit your 10,000 step goal. And that really accomplishes two goals. One, you're moving more and two, you're getting up every hour. So you're spreading that movement out throughout the day. So that's tip number one is get up every hour and just move around. It doesn't have to be a ton and it doesn't have to take you out of your work. You can still do what you got to do for the day, but you can do it while you move in many cases. So step number two, um, take up a hobby that isn't seated, yes. right? Like do something like a hobby should really be something that like gets you up, gets you out, really helps to work the mental, the physical, all of those things bring them, brings them underneath one umbrella, whether that's gardening, painting, photography, whatever it is, something that actually gets your body up and moving around. So choose a hobby that that helps you out with that even if honestly even if that hobby might be playing video games like stand up while you're playing video games i yeah. know like pc gamers is a little bit difficult or like guitar hero i used to that's an old game i'm probably dating school. myself they're i'm on, they're, they're on they're on cyber no i know but i'm now. really you good at guitar hero and like that's a fun one that you, you can also 
so do standing or like aren't there all I don't I'm not a gamer you guys I don't know anything I'm gonna like totally be an idiot here but aren't there like those like virtual reality VR, games that VR you can hasn't put on and like stand up and pretend like you're v in another world VR hasn't taken off just yet you know what I mean I don't know if you want to buy an oculus and then you got to get Make sure your room is like damage proof so that you don't end up. Or like the Wii. Hitting yourself. Is Wii still a thing or is that yeah, old too? You can go and buy an old Nintendo <laughs> Wii. You know what I mean? Like they don't. I don't know if anything. If you want to go on eBay and get yourself a Nintendo Wii Maybe from I do. some seller out there, then feel free. Maybe do, I do. You know, honestly, I'm not going to discourage anybody. Do what you got to do. But the Nintendo Switch which we do have, so I don't we know did. why Tiana's going all the way back to Wii, whatever. But the Nintendo Switch is portable, so you can stand up, you can yep. move around, you can do all of those things. Even if you're not actively walking, just standing is a, so much better for your hips and for your back. So I know that there are times, I know for myself, when I'm like really into like, not a game, I don't play games, but like I'm really focused on an email or on a certain thing that I'm we doing. Don't play no I'll games. like I'll like stop walking and I, I forget to move when I'm like really concentrated. So if you're playing a game, maybe you're, you get in those really concentrated moments, but even just stopping and standing, standing is better for you than sitting for hours. So that's, that's, that's fine too. And I think it's also outside of games. Like I know for myself, I really love to travel, which right now is something that can't happen because of COVID. But like when I'm traveling, like I will easily get like 20,000 plus steps a day. Like I love walking everywhere and even taking that to a more local level right now, like exploring, your own backyard, going for hikes around, or going to farmers, and none of this is really happening right now fully, but like farmers markets outdoors when it gets a little bit warmer, depending on where you are, or little markets, things that get you out and about, you know, anything that, even a pet, getting a pet that requires some like outside time, some play time, some attention, any kind of hobby here, get outdoors with the camera, get out and dig in the dirt a little bit. All of these things are, are gonna be great ways to make movement feel like a more natural part of your life that you actually enjoy yeah and so number three um tiana already talked on it a little bit a little bit and it's spend half of your day um standing yeah half of that work day standing so like we said like if you have emails you know if you're checking on instagram scrolling doing all those things like just stand on up yeah. while you do those things right like and you can maybe maybe make that your hobby you know just standing. scrolling on instagram standing and judging people like, like a king hobby. you know like or queen whatever it is that is my my hobby is judging people while i stand and walk around my house that's great you know i i fully support that as long as you're moving and you're working yeah. and doing your thing and a good way to blend some of this is so like say you get up every hour on the hour to take your 10 minute little walk around the kitchen or outside right stand up and walk around you got your 10 minutes there spend the next 20 minutes standing working at your kitchen island or at your standing desk whatever and then sit down take 30 minutes to chill you know reset get off your feet because you know a lot of us our feet will start to hurt or our knees or our hips if we're on our feet too much so sit down chill relax and then every hour on the hour you get up do your walk for 10 stand for 20 you know just kind of go through this cycle and it might feel like a lot at the start so maybe set an alarm on your phone little reminders things like that but soon enough as you build these things into your routine they'll start to feel a little bit more natural and a little bit less forced so number four we're going to um, reframe TV time. 
Yes. All right. So time with the TV, we want to make sure that we're not just like sitting down and doing all that. We want to make sure that we're like, you can take some time to stretch, especially if it's a, a movie or a show or something that you've already seen before. Like we really want to make sure that we're using our TV time to um, maximize our physical body. And like, look, we love a good Netflix binge as much as anybody. Like we, we love our shows. We love a good binge, but you can use that time to, to do something off of your feet. You can just stretch out a little bit, even take one episode where you just sit, chill and watch like normal. And one episode where you get on your floor or lay in the bed and do, you know, a few pigeon poses or forward folds, just anything to, this have, again, doesn't have to be super active. It doesn't have to be up on your feet, but just something that is, if you're going to be spending hours and hours watching TV, break up those episodes with a little bit of gentle stretching, do something for yourself as you go through that. Especially if you're watching reruns, you know, Tiana and I, we just put on The Office or whatever, what we used to put on The Office, RIP The Office, we're not getting Peacock, sorry. Stay strong, guys. Sorry, not happening. Um, But you know, if you're gonna put on something that you've already seen before, just a little comfort sort of background noise information, all that, like, move around like take a few stretches do all of that for your own physical body really take it as time for you personally yeah absolutely and then point number five here is you can make movement social so anything is going to be easier to do if it's with other people and especially people that you love not only is there accountability there but there's also fun and we are big advocates for movement being fun so maybe you meet with a friend a few times a week before or after work for a quick 30 minute walk and like hangout time you can garden with your spouse or your kids to you know catch up on the weekends uh, maybe have set play time with your kids every day after school or zoom with your friends as you guys paint or do little DIY projects around the house really anything it can be any activity and it can be any kind of way you want to do it whether in person or virtual right now uh, but do things that bring other people into it with you and that's going to help you stay a lot more consistent and actually enjoy what you're doing yeah act like every phone call is like one of those good phone calls that you'd have in high school you know with a friend where you just be like walking around the house for like an hour and a half for like no reason you know like you end up standing on top of a table (laughs) you know i mean like just treat every whether you're on hold with you know the cable company or whomever like just treat every single phone call like one of those explore as you walk around have a little bit of fun with it um put these little things in there right because if it's not social then it's it if it is social it's gonna be a lot easier to do so like we said like in these covid times or whatever like get on the phone with a friend and just walk around tell them what you see oh it's a tree my neighbor got a new car whatever you know what I mean? Or just whatever hot gossip is going on. Uh, the Karda- Kim Kardashian's getting divorced from Kanye West. Whatever you want to talk about, have a convo, walk around with it. Yes. And then point number six here, our last one, is this is kind of the, the ethos of what we've been talking about this whole time, but take a whole day approach to health. So we often compartmentalize things in our lives like this is my body time this is my work time this is my family time this is my mind time and we put all these things into little into little different boxes and brackets and fitness really we talk we say this all the time fitness is not something you ever achieve and check off of your list that's true long term and that should be true in the short term it's really something that should infuse and weave itself into our days more it doesn't have to be you know doing jumping jacks and burpees all the time but being 
physical, active, movement-oriented people is something that we can weave into our lives as more of a lifestyle rather than being like, okay, here are my, here's my 30 minutes of physical time and then I check it off and I'm done. It's like, no, find ways to weave it in and take a whole day approach to your physical body. Yeah, I mean, you're more than just a mind. You're more than just like a, a body. We are the culmination of both uh, uh, modalities, both things there. So make sure that we're, we're putting them together. I feel like when we separate ourselves into these little boxes, like Tiana says, we're losing that whole part, right? So we're really talking about combining these separate parts of ourselves into one super being that is is fit and able to take on the world and do all of that, right? So try to think of yourself less as a mind, less of like as a body and more of just a full um, um, embodiment of everything. Yeah. Right. Like, and I think that that'll help because I find that my, I find that when we only think of ourselves as like a, as like a machine to do things or to send out emails or to keep people on task or whatever, whatever we do for work, um, we, we really do lose out on this other greater aspect of ourselves. Absolutely. It's, It's all really about being more human, right? Being more fully human and that includes all parts of ourselves. So taking this full whole day, whole day approach can be really helpful. So those are our six tips, you guys. And again, just to sum it all up, while we still advocate for working out daily, there are important things like strength and balance and endurance that can only come from being in the gym. It's not enough to offset an otherwise sedentary lifestyle. So make sure that you're number one, moving more. And number two, that you're spreading that movement out throughout the day. You're going to feel better. You're going to move better. You're going to have less health issues. And overall, your mind and your body are really going to thank you. Yeah. I mean, think of yourself. I, I like to think of movement as like body exploration and taking the time to explore kind of like my hips, my arms, like how, how does my neck feel today? Notice how you're feeling in each little part of yeah. your body throughout the day. It's going to be hard for you to notice yourself if you're not actually taking time out of your day to use yourself, right? Like physically in that way. So really take that time and we'll see you on the next pod. Yeah. Let us know what you guys want to hear us talk about guys and we'll see you soon. Peace. Bye.